welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Side by side, Borch gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell gonna try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. is going on everybody welcome to the split line off-road podcast as always i'm your host rodney cooper and with me today as always brandon white here guys what is going on it feels like it's been forever because it has been forever brandon <laughs> <laughs> welcome back guys we are uh we're all feeling healthy we're all back from vacation now yeah. racing season is getting ready to ramp back up we're excited guys yeah. it's time to get back going and get back into the swing of things so thank you so much for being patient for episode 49 as uh, we're going to bring it to you today. We appreciate you guys joining us. Yeah, man. Uh, got a little suntans going on. and uh, Yeah, Brandon like just that. got back from Florida. He's looking, looking tan good. and yeah. yeah. Looking great. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about uh, that. Shoot, man. <laughs> That's just exciting just uh, to be ready for this uh, upcoming weekend for the big race. So, to start back up from the GNCC Mountaineer in Beckley. Yeah, it's about time. It's about time. If this off or this, uh, it feels like an off season. Yeah. This summer break has felt like it's been taking forever. Forever. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited it's, to get back to it. It's been rough. It's been rough, guys. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. So, uh, with that being said, let's thank our sponsor, Guts Racing. In 1985 in Northern California, Guts was formed. Since then, they've been a leader in seat innovation and technology. Uh, trust there's riders such as uh, Thad Duvall and Joel Hetrick you guys trust them their skills they trust guts in the woods and in the on the track so make sure you get yourselves a guts racing seat cover and join the likes of those guys and we got to be giving away a guts seat cover soon. Some, soon I was yes. talking to Andy Gregg he wants to give another one away here very soon maybe we'll do um, uh, like pick the winners of uh, the Mountaineer or pick the podiums Something like that. Something yeah. like that. So we'll do something. So keep an eye out for that on our Instagram page. Like always, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and keep track. We've been kind of a slacking a little bit there lately, but uh, we will be getting back onto that now that racing season is back in full swing. Yes. So this past weekend, uh, Brandon, you were doing football. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I was going to track 93 until it got rained right. out on Sunday. Yeah. So that was a bummer for that. But, uh, um, yeah, that was unfortunate. Um, <laughs> but we got we got to watch some good uh, uh, pro motocross. Um, the ISDE, we got to talk about that yeah. upcoming. Um, Chad Weenan yeah. just won his eighth championship in the ATV motocross series. Uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about today, so uh, let's get to it. Yeah, man. Uh, you want to hit the uh, quads first? Yeah, let's go ahead and hit the quads first. So Saturday they raced at Bear Cliff. They'd not been to that track, and I believe Briar Cliff. I'm sorry, <laughs> they'd not been to that track in I believe eight years. Um, and I think the track. Uh, from what I'd heard, kind of had a bad reputation from that last um, 
that last event there. I guess there was a lot of high-speed crashes. Um, But, you know, I'd listened to the Digging Deep podcast, and the owner of the track was on that podcast. And um, they talked about how it it got a little bit of a bad rap then, but um, he learned some ways to slow it down. They actually flipped the track in reverse, and it looked like they had a great weekend of racing there. Um, Chad Wynn, as expected, uh, kind of – um, he didn't really lay back, but he just kind of hung behind uh, Joel Hetrick all day and uh, just did what he needed to do, wrap up, wrap up that eighth championship and tie Gary Denton for the uh, overall uh, championship record. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, Briarcliff, I've been there a couple times. was there last year. Um, track was fun. It was great. It's a good track um, to be racing on it. Um, I know he flipped it all around and changed it and did all that work, and um, it seemed like they put a lot of work into that track. Uh, I'd like to go back up there soon, but uh, – yeah, I mean, it, it was a great weekend, great season for Chad all all year. Um, Joel, unfortunately, had a little bobble in the in the beginning of the year, so he kind of set him back. But he was making another charge for Chad. I believe he had the red plate at some point, yeah. um, I think either around the fourth or fifth round. And it looked like it was going to be his to win, but then had another um, accident um, at – I believe it was Unadilla during that mud race when yeah. he took a tumble and then ended up finishing way off the box. And, you know, when you're racing somebody like Chad Weenan, we've said this time and time again, you have to be perfect yeah. to win. And, and you know, Joel, you know, to his credit, has been able to do that two years and win the championship twice. But, you know, for the most part, Chad has been able to get it done. And um, he's just Mr. Consistent, uh, so smooth on the bike. Always looks like he's just super in control and just just steady Eddie out there. And um, at the end of the day, that's what he needed to do, and that's what happened to win the championship again. Yeah, man, um, it's so hard to beat that guy. And you know, Joel, you know, Joel's done it before, and and I'm sure he'll um, with the new bike and, and everything this year. I'm sure he'll come back out, and get ready the off season, and come back out swinging next year. Um, I tell you what. Nick Janusa with a great weekend on a third on the box for the day, and and uh, that's an awesome ride for Nick Janusa. I yeah. mean, uh, when I think of Nick Janusa, I think that's where he should be a lot, anyways, is up on that box. So it's really good to see him um, have a good weekend, and maybe he can carry that into the off season with a little bit of confidence and uh, have a great off season to come back in next year. Yeah, absolutely. And Nick ended up finishing fifth in the championship series. And I, you know, one thing when it comes to Nick is that's kind of plagued him. Um, it's not speed. It's not uh, fitness. Those two things he has dialed. It's been he's not been the best of starters and he's I think that if you had to if you had to ask a lot of people that were at those races that he probably passed more more people than anybody um at every single event because uh, he's always charging from the back he ended up finishing fifth overall this year and and you know finished the year on the uh, on the podium which is you know where he feels like he belongs for for sure uh but how about Bryce Ford um, in his second full year as a pro, actually able to claim the third place position uh, for the season in ending awards, um, taking that spot from Thomas Brown that has consistently been that guy. Um, so he stepped up and he did it. Um, and uh, it's impressive to see the kid, uh, the kid doing that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, Bryce Ford, uh, give him another year or two, and I think he's going to be maybe battling for those guys up there. Uh, young guy's got a lot of speed, got a lot of potential. Um, very exciting to see him. And if I'm not mistaken, did he end up winning the Pro-Am Championship too? 
Did he win yes, the Pro-Am? Yes, he won the Pro-Am Championship okay. as well. That's what I thought. Yeah, so um, and I want to jump back and talk about Joel Hedrick just for a second. And you know how we always say that that how hard it, it must have to be to, to, to beat Chad Wienan when he never finishes – Never finishes off the podium, let alone, um, let alone in you know in a in a bad position. Um, Joel had six wins this year to to Chad's four, mm-hmm. uh, but Joel also had a fifteenth at Daytona and a fifth at Unadilla. And Unadilla is you know as you and I both know is a track that Joel Hetrick um, thrives on. Yeah. So that was definitely not what he needed. But besides that. He had uh, two second-place finishes, and then everything else was a first-place finish, and he did not win the championship. How uh-huh. insane is that? Yeah. That two rounds decided his fate like that, uh, where Chad was, Chad was first, second, 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 first, second, first, first, second, and second. Yeah. I you, mean – You can't, you know. You can't. <laughs> you, can't have, you can't have little mistakes, unfortunately. With no, that no. No, but uh, – and that's just um, – you know, you go into the year and when you have to win every round, um, you know, and you have to be either first or second every race to have a chance to win the championship, uh, it puts a lot of pressure on on for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that that eats at, the, at, eats at him. Um, but I tell you, I mean, there's nobody else that I think could, could do the job right now. Joel Hedrick, you know, he's – He's going to be a, a championship favorite going into next year as well. So just uh, like always, uh, I'm excited to see, you know, if anybody else is going to step up to these two pace um, next year. Because you see that battle from third to about seventh or eighth. Mm-hmm. Those guys have been insane this whole year. Yeah. Um, if a couple of those guys could step up and maybe jump up to that first and second place battle, we could have some really good races and racing on our hands. Oh yeah, for sure, man. It is couple more guys will just that uh, it can get that extra little bit of speed and consistency um it'd be a great battle um looking forward to it yeah so, for sure and then uh, i want to touch one more thing is uh jeffrey Restrelli finished fourth in the season this year yeah um he had some ups and downs through the year but overall i think this is one of his better years um that he had uh putting a full season together the guy poor guy's been He's been riddled with 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 injuries and sicknesses um, for the past three or four years, um, to where I thought he was going to call it quits at some point in time. Yeah. But he stuck with it, and you know, um, he he's had a couple. He had a second place finish, a couple of podiums this year. So you know, good for him. Uh, we're happy to see him back where where we know that he belongs. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you want to head over to the motocross uh, dirt bike side? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we was still it got- a little bit boring this weekend? Uh, I mean, no, I mean, I guess what you're, depending on what boring <laughs> is, um, I don't think racing's ever too boring, but, uh, I mean, but I didn't, I don't feel like there was ever really a threat to the lead for either, for either Jet nor, um, I mean, it just, it just didn't, it didn't have that spark this yeah. weekend like it typically does. Well, I think we all knew that Ferrandez starting had the, to wind down. That's kind of how yeah. it feels. Yeah, championship was wrapped up. You know, we all kind of knew that. Um, Dylan, congratulations to Dylan Ferrandez on his first overall uh, championship on the 450 on the big bike on the outdoors. But, uh, um, but you know, Tomac, if he would have started the season <laughs> like he ended it, man, like. He'd have been right there. He would have been there. Uh, very impressive ride from him. Um, he was starting to look like the old Tomac. And yeah. um, 
I'm pretty sure he's going to the Yamaha. That's what they say. It hasn't been officially announced. But he's definitely on the Yamaha. <laughs> he's going to be on the Yamaha. That's so, for sure. I'm sure Dylan's like, man, he's going to be my teammate, and I'm going to have to face him. You know, so that's all exciting stuff. But uh, you know, Kenny rocks, and uh, hats off to him. That poor guy, uh, always there in second place, can never get, can never finish it off. Uh, seems like um, started off strong again, just faded. You know, it was hot this weekend. Um, a lot of these guys were were beating, you know, Tomac and Roxon didn't even do uh, come to the podium after the first moto because it was so hot. This went straight back to the truck. So, a lot of heat exhaustion yeah. going on that uh, at the races this weekend for sure. I yeah. think it was over 101 degrees there. Yeah, something like that. So that's <laughs> that's pretty intense. brutal. Yeah, that's intense. Pretty brutal. Dry heat or not, that's intense. What do you th- did, what do you think about that track? They flipped it around and ran it a little bit. I I don't know if I was too keen. On I didn't the track. really care for it. Either. Maybe that's why I was kind of uh, yeah, on the weekend. I didn't really care for that as well. Yeah, the track was a little boring. I think, but uh, and an, another thing um, was Max Anstein. It was good to see him get it out really, front. Yes, yeah, it definitely was. Uh, it's good to see him get out front, especially he just came back from from COVID. Yeah. So yeah, him and Muskin. Yeah, that was pretty. Imbr- <laughs> Excuse me. Either speaking of COVID, uh, that was pretty impressive, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was, I was glad. I wish he would have stayed up a little front a little bit longer. But uh, you know, once you get out front there, it's hard to run that pace, and you get tight and and all that good stuff. So it was really good to see um, a burst of speed from him and get a good start and get out front there. Um, yeah. Like you said, it was kind of a mediocre week, medi- mediocre weekend for everybody. Yeah. Um, Cooper Webb. He's starting to find Cooper it Webb's a little bit. starting to find it a little bit. Um, I'm excited to see what he's going to be bringing into the uh, 2022 Supercross season, especially yeah. now that he's not with um, – Adam Baker. Adam Baker anymore. Breaking so, news if you didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He's not with Adam <laughs> Baker anymore. Uh, he's training with the Lawrence brothers mm-hmm. and um, I'm trying to think Jason Anderson, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. So, um, you know – he talked about, and it was pretty interesting. He kind of opened up a little bit into the press conference and talked about how he felt like he was burning out and mm-hmm. contemplating retirement already. And the dude's only like what twenty six, so it's it, it it stinks to see these guys wanting to retire this early. And it just it, you know it just goes to 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 show like are they being burnt out too fast at the Baker Baker factory? Yeah, I mean, out in out in works you day and day and day and day until yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like he works your body to where you don't want to do it anymore yeah um but i mean that's why he's you know he builds champions and yeah and you know you hear when you if you listen to pulp mx you hear jason thomas talks about how you know if you're at the baker factory you might have a brighter burn of your candle but it's going to burn out faster mm-hmm. uh versus Versus maybe a different program where it's a longer burn, but it might not burn as bright. Yeah. Um, and you just got to decide what you want for your career. Um, do you want to do you want to win? You know, maybe three, four championships in a row and call it quits, or would you rather have a sustaining long career and have a little bit more fun doing it and maybe not be quite as dominant? Yeah, I, I, I think it was a good move for Cooper Webb, and that's why I'm worried about Aaron Plessinger. If he goes to down there to Alden Baker, I really I don't know um, if that's Aaron's type of. It is it is interesting to see him go there. Um, another person that's going there, it's also interesting to see is Mookie. Yeah. Um, those two how. is going to be a little <laughs> bit weird at the Baker Factory, but dude, if Alden Baker comes out and wins a championship 
this coming season with the likes of somebody like Aaron Plessinger or or um, Mookie, uh, I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine if, if Malcolm Stewart stepped up and won the Supercross Championship? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I mean, he, he he's got all the talent in the world and he's mm. fast and everything, but he's always been like that top ten to to maybe flirting with a podium guy but never a uh, never a serious race winner mm-hmm. um but uh i'm i'm really looking forward to see what those guys can do in that program and if they take it i mean i'm sure you, if you're there you have to take it seriously oh so, yeah yeah you i'm sure it's i mean i'm sure mookie probably seen what bubba went through his brother yeah. um i'm sure he probably tell him like dude you better be <laughs> ready for the, like boot camp <laughs> you know what i mean um but i think it'll be a good it'll be good for him if he can do it because you know, I think he's always been a little bit on the chunkier side for yeah. a racer. Yeah. So. Um, but at the same time, you know, stuff like that, I feel, you know, chunkier side or thicker side, I would have to lean toward the side that it makes you more durable. It does. Um, I always say that all the time. If it wasn't for my thickness, I'd probably have a lot more injuries. <laughs> I'm real. I'm real durable. <laughs> I can take hits better than all these other little guys, uh, but um, I mean, yeah, you look at some of these guys like like J Mart. Look mm-hmm. at him and look at the injuries he sustains yeah. all the time. Yeah, um, and you know he hits the ground. If he if he hits the ground, more than likely he's getting injured. Yeah, and I mean that was like Forkner, you know Austin Forkner. He's one of those guys. Adam Cincerello was always one of those guys, smaller. Yep, yep. and uh, they always seem like they're always breaking something. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then you know. I mean, let's just jump over to the to 250 side. Mm-hmm. You look at you look at uh, uh, Justin Cooper, and he's got a broken thumb right now. Yeah. Uh, so he's been nursing that. Um, so that's kind of a shame that we've not got to see that championship uh, flourish like we thought we was going to between him and Jet. Um, Jet looks like he's going to walk away with it, but my gosh, does Jet not look so good mm-hmm. on the bike? Just yeah. so smooth. Um, He's not erratic at all. Mm-hmm. He doesn't take hardly any chances. Um, he may have gotten a little bit of a bad reputation from his first season in Supercross as a crasher, but typically he's not a crasher. No, no. I mean, I think I think after that, I think he kind of learned a little bit. Like, hey, like if I keep crashing, I'm not going to be any kind of person because you got to be on the bike. To, you got to be at the races to try to you know right. win. So right. Um. So I think that was a good learning curve. Unfortunately, I mean, uh, not to take a lot of those risks and chances. But, um, he is. He's just an absolute, like so smooth on that bike. He kind of reminds you of Ken Roxon a little bit. How he rides. It he so really smooth. does. Yeah. yeah. Very smooth. Very uh, efficient. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, he he's. I tell you what he. Daniel Blair might be right. He might be uh, oh, a generational talent. Oh, are boy. you on that train or are oh, you off that goodness. train? I, I mean, let's say so. Let's just say it right now. Um, if he ends up winning, he will be the fifth youngest rider ever to win a championship. Uh, I think Bubba's did it at sixteen or seventeen. One of those. Yep. Um, but he will be the fifth youngest rider to ever win a championship. So. Um, I mean, I guess that's saying something. Um, pretty much it all depends if he can stay healthy and if he wants to keep putting the work in. Right. You know what I mean? Um, some kids, they get championships. It's like, look at J-Mart. J-Mart won, what, two or three outdoor titles? Yeah. Um, and now, you know, he he's always getting injured. He can't get a ride. 
Um, he's looking for rides and, and, and he's aging out. So, I mean, I don't see that happening for Jet Lawrence, but you never know. He comes into Supercross and gets hurt and then he misses that season and then he go, maybe comes back for outdoors, goes down again, gets hurt again. Now it's like, who's Jet Lawrence? Where is he at? Right, exactly. So, exactly. You got to stay healthy. You got to be in it to win it. Um, I mean, you know, somebody that I think has been really lucky and able to make a name for themselves um, and keep a name for themselves with injuries is somebody like Aaron, Aaron um, 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 Adam Censorillo. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that's, but that's a different – I mean, he, he's done just enough – to keep his name up there at the highest of levels, so he's he's, uh, a, he's a fan favorite, like yeah, Jet, you know, yeah. Everybody but seems you, to like him. But you know, <clears throat> one thing you don't see with people, I feel like like Adam has a tendency of going down, hitting the ground a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, J Mart has a tendency of going down, hitting the ground a lot. I don't necessarily see that with with um, with Jet, and you know when what comes with that is is the less you're hitting the ground, your odds go down on getting injured, obviously. So I think that he's, you know, he's putting himself in a, in a smart, safe situation to have a sustainable, long career uh, and a successful career that uh, could be something really special to watch. Um, how many years do you think he sticks around the 250 program? Well, um, I'd say two more. Um well, I guess it all depends how many championships he wins. So, uh, if if he comes out wins the Supercross championship, backs it back up at outdoors, he'll probably go one more year in the 250 to back up the title, mm-hmm. and then so I'm saying about a year and a half. And that's I'm saying if he has good years, yeah, about a year and a half, and then he'll be outdoors on a 450. Do you? Okay, so here's my opinion. I think it has more to do with. Uh, Ken Roxon than maybe it does even uh, uh, Jet Lawrence. I think I, I think well when, it could even be Chase because if Chase Sexton you know maybe d- drops off or even if Ken retire which Ken I think, I think Ken, I don't think got Ken's, a couple years I don't think you see Ken racing in twenty twenty he might just three. be a Supercross guy eventually you might know be. he might be one of those guys like hey I'm just gonna ride Supercross and then you know and if he's still sticking around you know is there a chance that Factory Honda goes to I, three riders I think so yeah. for for Jet Lawrence I think they do it I, for yeah. somebody else no yeah but for him uh, I think they do it. Um, I'd say if he's still winning championships, you know what I mean? Um, if it's, it's all going great, if it's going perfect, I, I think so. Um, they're not going to let him slip away, uh, like that. But, uh, before we get too crazy, um, I like to shout, shout out to Michael Moseman, man, that dude hit the ground and got back up <laughs> and he was hauling. Moseman um, hits the ground hard when he hits it, doesn't he? <laughs> he hit the ground, but he got back up and we're like, Oh man, that's a bummer. That's a bummer. Yeah. And he just, forces his way back up there hauling man and yeah. he was catching jet a little bit a little know? bit yeah. yeah yeah so that's somebody else to really look out for next year you yeah. know um i'm excited to see what he does in supercross he had a little him and jet had a little thing going on in supercross yeah uh, where they knocked each other off the track a couple of times <laughs> put each other down so uh i'm excited to see what he can do uh he's definitely not afraid to put a wheel in there and 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 show that he's not somebody to really mess with yeah um, so, uh, do you want to jump over to the ISDE? Yeah, we're going to get the ISDE. Before we do that, though, I want to talk to you about the, uh, 24 hours at <laughs> Stonewall. Okay. Um, so for you guys that don't know, um, there is a 24 hour mountain bike race going on at Stonewall Jackson Lake, and it's going to be happening October 31st. 
uh, and I believe it starts at 8 a.m. to 8 a.m. Uh, <laughs> the following day. Um, so if you guys are on Instagram, go over and give it actually has its own Instagram page, 24 Hours of Stonewall. So go give it a follow, and you can kind of see the uh, details of what's going on there. Uh, we might be having to have a uh, split-line team. <laughs> um, you can run it as a as a Iron Man if you're absolutely crazy. Insane. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or you can run it as a duo team, a uh, three-man team, or a four-man team. I vote a six-man team. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I've heard, uh, I've talked to, it, it, this is being put on by the Fat Tire Cycle uh, and Sport over in Bridgeport, and I was talking to the owner over there uh, the other day, and he was saying that the loop is going to be about an hour-long uh, loop, um, and there's two pretty decent climbs on the loop. Um, I think he said that they're not too bad, but they might be getting they 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 might get harder once you're you know oh you're tired uh, yeah. closer to that eight a.m. mark. So, <laughs> uh, so so yeah, um, it should be a, a good bit of fun. Uh, Stonewall Jackson seems to be the the resort that is uh, seems to be um, uh, donating. I don't know if they're donating, but they're uh, they're providing a lot of stuff mm -hmm. that goes along with the the riders that are waiting for their turn to ride or. Um, you know, I guess food, maybe, um, maybe a band. I don't, I don't know. So there's all kinds of stuff going on. So go to that Instagram page and check it out. And, uh, we're going to see if we can be there. Brandon, you, could, are you in? Could, I'm just sitting there thinking how sore my butt would be. Well, <laughs> I'm okay. So listen, <clears throat> make fun of me or not. I might, it, it, you know, when we do this race, I might actually end up wearing. When, when we do this race. When we do this race, oh, I might actually end up wearing uh, one of those uh, uh, padded shorts. You wearing a girdle? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if I was, hey, if I was doing the Iron Man, I definitely would be wearing the girdle. Oh my gosh. I, I, it, I would be wearing a girdle plus two, man. <laughs> I think if okay, so if you're on a four man team and it's an hour. It's an hour-ish loop. You're probably gonna ride about six times. So would you do like one loop and then come back? The guy take off. Heck yeah, loop, dude! I'm not hour. doing two hours at a time on a mountain bike, <laughs> especially when there's four when there's three fresh guys at the at the uh, at the camp. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man, that, that sounds so brutal. So we need. I think. I think our buddy Craig Casto, the uh, K, KFX uh, oh, extraordinaire. I think he's in. As long as he ain't bringing the cowie. <laughs> I don't think they sell I don't think they sell green mountain bikes. Uh and then uh uh I think Jonathan might actually be in too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm sure, I'm sure we could talk him into it. Oh, and then geez. Brandon's all obviously in. It was actually Brandon's idea. Oh my gosh. If that's the case, I got to get back on the workouts. Yeah, so we got about 2 months. About 7 <sighs> weeks. Ethan I guess I'll be hitting you back up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, let's talk about the ISDE. Uh, the ISD was over in Italy, mm -hmm. uh, and um, uh, we sent our team over there. Uh, we sent the the men's team, the women's team, and then the juniors, juniors team, team, correct? Yep. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, so um, it, it was an up-and-down uh, week over there for the United States. Um, we – you know, you never know what to expect. I know it was pretty dusty over there. It didn't get a lot of rain until, like, the end. Uh, I think the last day they finally got a little bit of moisture over there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think we ended up taking third. 
um, to bring home the third. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, we're still in the top. We're in the box. Yeah. So yeah. Um, congratulations to those guys um, for the men's. And uh, I think Italy finally won. Won, won it over there. So. Yes, Italy won. So Italy won. Um, and in and the women's. In the women's. Yeah. They brung home the gold, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats, women. We're, uh, we're proud, proud of you. Proud of you, and, yeah. And uh, happy to, to bring home that hardware for sure. Yeah, that, that's awesome to see. Um, I'm not sure how our junior team did. I, I'm not sure either. I, I was looking at their Instagram page, and I couldn't find uh, much on how the junior team did. So maybe we'll have to get uh, uh, one of those guys on here and let us know let us know how they did. Um, but you know, that's that's a real special race, yeah. and it's exciting to see how how the girls were able to go over there and win. And that team was made up of Brandy Richards, Rachel Goodish, and Brittany Gallogs. Well, I hope I pronounced that right. If I didn't, I apologize. But way to go, uh, girls! Way to go, girls! We're we're proud of you guys, and uh, um, yeah, it's awesome to bring home that hardware back to the U S. Uh, you know, what's crazy about that race. And we talked about it. Um, we talked about it last time, um, that the fact that, that, that they finished up the race, what this past weekend Yeah. and then they're racing GNCC. Um, I think, I think the guys, at least back. some of the guys, I think when we were talking to Lane, I think he still might be over there right now. Yeah. Yeah, it was and you know Monday, what's so. what's really interesting with that is 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 what's kind of scary about that is 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 there travel restrictions due to COVID? That's, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, are they able to get back? And you know, if that's the case, and they don't get back, like, is are they are they okay with potentially throwing away GNCC points? And but speaking of the GNCC, we are back. And, uh, man, it feels so good to be talking about GNCC racing again. Uh, they're going to be down in Beckley, West Virginia this weekend at the Mountaineer. Um, they're going to be having, I think, the outdoor hunting and fishing show as well yeah. while they're down there. So it's, like it's going to be a week of it, I think. Yeah, it's going to be a really – it's going to be a really cool thing uh, going on down there. So uh, make sure you head down there this weekend and uh, watch the boys and and uh, um, uh, maybe pick up some uh, hunting and fishing supplies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful um, facility down there. <coughs> Sorry about that. It's a beautiful facility down there. So if you get there early, just um, go down and enjoy it. Uh, uh, maybe do some whitewater rafting or something while you're down there if you get there a little yeah, early for that'd sure. be pretty fun yeah for sure that's some good whitewater rafting have you ever been whitewater rafting down <laughs> N- there not down there i haven't i uh, did a little like simulation before um up at uh, deep creek lake oh okay have that simulator okay. up there we got to plan a trip and, yeah. and, and and go and do the lower golly yeah or not the fun. lower golly i'd be down for the, the upper golly is the gnarly one <laughs> um i'd be down Sand to do it. i'd be hey i'd be down to do that i'd also be down to do the uh lower new uh, the lower new river. Um, it's been some, some, some odd years since I've been there, but, uh, it's fun. If you've ever been, make sure you get to go do that sometime. That's a, it's a blast, but, uh, let's get back to racing. (laughs) Um, what are you looking for coming into the second part of the season? Uh, we only have what, I think four more races to go. Four races. Uh, we got a, a pretty decent battle over on the dirt bike side. Yeah. Um, and uh, Walker Fowler's starting to stretch it out mm-hmm. um, over on the quad side, but there's some really good points to watch over there as well. You got Hunter Hart that is just um, he you was know, starting to pick up the pace there before the break. Getting yeah, getting stronger, getting getting uh, faster, getting more confidence. Um, 
being able to see Walker for a longer part of the race, which that has got to 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 pay dividends into his confidence, into his mental strength, and into the way he rides. Being able to see the defending uh, champion and uh, 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 ride the way he rides through the woods and be able to, to, to really key off of him. So yeah. um, there's a lot of stuff to really look forward to into this this upcoming race, and I'm excited to see uh, to see how it ends up turning out. Another thing you can't always count out. Uh, at a West Virginia race is <laughs> oh, who's yeah. that? Oh, the Gator man, the Gator uh, Adam McGill. Uh, I caught it last year. This time, you know, uh, his race win last year. But uh, yeah, that was our first show, <laughs> yeah. and it and it, it it could quite be the best call that you have ever know, had right? on this show. I know. We should have just stopped then. Should have stopped. <laughs> should have quit. Said I'm done. Um, I tell you what, he's been riding a good bit. He's been out, looks like he's been out having fun on some three wheelers and some four wheelers and some side by sides. And did you see that? What was it a three wheeler or a four wheeler with the back rack with the? Yeah. With the, that was, uh, was that his two fifty R? I think it was. Might have been a two fifty R. Yeah, it was a two fifty R. With his cooler, with yeah, the cooler on the back. Up. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's always a fan favorite, and and and. Uh, he brings it to the West Virginia yes, races. Yes. He brings it to every race, but he has a little something extra uh, for these West Virginia races. And they're technical. He's coming off of a podium finish up at Snowshoe Mountain, mm-hmm. which feels like forever ago. Yeah. Um, um, I tell you what, the old man's riding good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he always rides really good in the technical stuff for sure. Um, yeah, uh, when he's a very good technical rider. Uh, so I'm just wondering, all coming off this break. If you remember last year, you know Walker had a lot of issues. He wasn't the same rider as um, as he was in the beginning of the year when he came back. Even though, you know, he had some headache issues. I don't know if he's still dealing with any of those. Had and then, headache issues and, and the, then he the lost finger the, the little bit of the, the finger. Um, hopefully, he stayed away from whatever he was doing with that and didn't no lose more, any more. No limb. more skid steers, right? <laughs> <laughs> speaking of fingers, I was looking at Stu uh, Baylor's uh, Instagram, and he his end of his finger was all bleeding up. I don't know what he did, but. I was like, man, not another finger on on break. So, <laughs> oh man, that guy though. Uh, you know, speaking of Stu Baylor, you know, he he recently had his firstborn uh, child, and I'm sure that this this summer break was really helpful for him and his wife to yeah. to get into a routine with the baby. <laughs> and now, you know, I'm sure he's going to be coming back hungry and uh, ready to do yeah. battle and ready to get this championship closed out. Um, there's a lot of uh, good racing, I think, to be had this weekend. Um, uh, I believe did you know this this race is the first race that Stu came back to last year yeah, as well. It was. This is when he started his uh, winning streak. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean that's when he turned it on. That's why I'm kind of curious. Uh, like I said, Walker Fowler. I was kind of see how he's going to return from break. How Hunter's going to return from break. And I like really like to see if Cole Richardson or, or Jeremy McClure. How yeah. they're going to come off the break. I really think Cole um, has a lot more than he's shown all year. A little bit, yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if he's going to come out refreshed and strong, and 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 um, to a little bit more speed coming off of this. So it, it's it's going to be interesting. It feels like you said we keep saying it feels like a whole off season because um, it feels so long. Um, so it's, we'll see who's putting the work in. See who's got it dialed. Um, well, I tell you what, you know, you look and you see a lot of these guys have been hitting these local series up. Um, you talk about the works series, yeah. um, the A work series, yeah. uh, Mid East, the Mid East hair scrambles. Um, and you see where, you know, you had people like, like Hunter Hart 
and Jared McClure doing battle. Um, mm-hmm. And those guys, uh, I think I believe it was a couple weekends ago where those guys were were um, were in it. Yeah, were were, were to uh, bumper to bumper yeah. for the whole race. So uh, these guys, you know. While we have not been able to see them race GNCC, they've still been racing. Yeah. They've still been training. They've still been putting in the work. Yeah, Josh Merritt's been hitting a lot of locals. Josh Merritt's been been winning a lot yeah. of locals yeah. uh, with a lot of talented riders at his locals as well. So I'm excited to see. You know, I feel like Josh has had a season that he himself would probably say like he he wants more. Which that's you know you always want more as a rider. You always want uh, to 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 better yourself. And um, I'm, I feel like he's coming off of this break really strong. Yeah. So I'm looking to see Josh uh, put in a really solid ride this weekend um, at the Mountaineer. Um, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say top, top, top five for him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, you know, he's been hanging around, I think, that sixth to eighth place area mm-hmm. most of the season. But I think he's going to break through and, and, and put a really solid ride in this weekend. Um, he just, I feel like he's just oozing with confidence coming off of the, the, um, Heartland challenge win, Mm -hmm. uh, with him and Hunter Hart. Um, and then, uh, I don't think he's lost a race since then. He's (laughs) won all these locals races. So so confidence breeds confidence, breeds confidence. And it's time to go GNCC racing now. Yeah, man. The weather's looking great this weekend. Um, all week, I think there's only a little bit of chance of rain, um, in West Virginia on Wednesday. Saturday is looking about 81 degrees and sunshine, so it's going to be a great. It's going to have a little bit of moisture in the ground. It's not shouldn't be dusty at all. It should be a great weekend um, for that. Um, so I think the conditions are going to be. It's going to set us up for a great race. Um, just wondering who's going to come out swinging, and uh, um, I don't know if Hunter Hart's been riding a good bit. Haven't seen too much about Walker. I know Walker was sick air a little bit around the um, around that uh, Heartland Challenge race. I wonder how he's recovering from that. He's been training lately, and uh, you, he posted a video uh, the other day where he was training uh, at nighttime because he didn't have time to ride during the day, so he just <laughs> put the headlights on and or head, headlamp on his helmet and, and trained at night. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, – that Walker, I don't think that you're going to see him lay up at all, even though he's oh, got yeah. this championship pretty no, well he covered. He wants his wins, man. Uh, you know, yeah, when he when he was on here the last time, he was talking about how um, you know he wants that hundred wins and 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 ten championships, and I love the fact that he's not afraid to put those goals out there. Oh, yeah. uh, and I think that uh, you're going to see him try to pad those on. Well, yeah, that's that's what keeps him going. Um, if it wasn't for that, I think he'd probably already say I'm done. Like. Uh, if he didn't keep setting goals for like you know for himself like that, I I think he'd say, all right, I'm done. Hats I, off. I did enough. Here, yeah. here you go. Um, but that's what keeps him going, man. So it's great to see um, him put his goals out there and stuff. And uh, I didn't see that video, so it's good. To, I'm gonna have to go back and check that out. But uh, <laughs> so and one thing that I'm curious about is you jump over to the bike side is uh, somebody like Lane Michael mm-hmm. that is coming off of the, um, the ISDE. Mm-hmm. Um, how are, you know, you know, is he going to have all of his energy? If he's, is he going to be able to, um, um, you know, you, you come off of a weeks long of race and, and, and walking the track and riding. And then you got jet lag. You're, you're, you're traveling through international airports. You're, you're changing time zones. Is that going to affect him coming into the race this coming weekend? I think a little bit, but it I re- almost have to, I mean, you're just human, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's going to maybe just a little bit, but if he can get back enough to get to sleep figured out a little bit, I think he might be dangerous just because, 
it's like one of those things. It's like um, just like we were on vacation for a week. You know, Colton uh, swims a little bit, and by the end of the week, where you swam every day, you know, you re- do it every day repeatedly. You get better. You learn. You get faster. You you learn twicks and 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 stuff like that. So by the end of the week, Colton was like diving under the water, grabbing sticks. You know, like those swim sticks and stuff. Yeah. Beginning of the week, you couldn't do that. <laughs> so when you're riding six days a week with that talent over there, and you're pushing yourself every day. Maybe he comes back, and maybe he's better than ever. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you know, with Lane, we've always talked about him as somebody that that has the speed figured out, that has um, all the pieces of the puzzle, um, but just needs to figure out a few little tweaks to get mm-hmm. that three hours um, to get a win in. Because I mean, he's got the pace to run up front uh, with the likes of Stu Baylor and Ben Kelly. Uh, we just need to figure out the last few little pieces oh yeah yeah for sure um i tell you another guy um is going to be ricky russell this weekend i have a feeling ricky russell this is kind of his technical track that he likes um i really think he's going to be a guy because he was a strong starter all year Uh, if he can keep that up and get out front um and ride really ride the way he is um i don't see why he couldn't be on the podium if not win it um and, and and the big thing is the big battle that we're all waiting to see how this is going to turn out in the next four races is Ben Kelly and Stu Stu Baylor. Um, that's the championship right now. Yeah, that's the championship right now. But there's guys that could play spoilers in that championship, yeah. and uh, we just hit on a few of them. But one person I want to talk about a little bit is Thad Duvall. Yeah. That's been kind of quiet lately mm-hmm. on uh, on social media. You've not seen a lot, but you know he's putting in the work. And, uh, you know, somebody that has been riding a lot, like overseas, like uh, Lane Michael, has, um, you know, you see what he's doing and you see what's going on with him. But with that, he's been keeping kind of quiet a little bit. And uh, it's kind of almost like maybe he's lurking in the uh, in the darkness a little bit, ready to pounce. And we're going to a West Virginia track. Mm-hmm. Um, he's obviously, anytime we go to a West Virginia track uh, or near a West Virginia track, that he's got to be... Uh, a favorite oh yeah for sure um you know everybody's looking you know this if you had a bad year this is the time to turn it on and get your confidence built for the for going into the off season we got four weekends i left. mean this is where where stew yeah like right now last year is when Stu made himself a uh a, a, um, a solid favorite to win this year's championship yeah. what you do now in these last four races of the season is going to carry over into the off season. So, if you come out, you know, if that comes out and wins all four, man, next year he's coming in like, dude, this is mine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, Josh Strang, he's another guy that's can can. He's had a man up and down season for that guy. Um, he's another guy that can come out and win at any moment and be a big spoiler to this championship. Yeah. Um, I really think. Uh, He's been riding. He's been riding the middies. Uh, here scrambles down there too. So he's been putting in the work. Um, as long as he can keep his bike together, I think that's been a lot of the issues this year. Is um, a lot of bike issues and stuff like that. So Josh Strang, uh, you know, he he can be a, he can be there. Oh, absolutely. Josh Strang is somebody that you can never count out for sure. He's he's somebody that's always always has the potential to 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 do that or to 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 win yeah, sorry so. and to uh to put it on the podium but this year it's been just a just a struggle 
Um, just so many, just so many unexpected things happening, whether it's, it's a lapper cutting in front of him and busting a wheel, um, breaks, breaks. It just seems like he's, he, he, trouble has found him this year. So like you said, this is the time of year where, where you really need to start pushing for that next year and, and, and how to, to prepare yourself for the 2022 season. Mm -hmm. And we, we almost forgot about the sneaky diesel. Jordan Ashburn. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> and, I, and 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 right there is why Jordan Ashburn is so dangerous because because you know you almost he he just he he's just so consistent and so quiet about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And then when he when he comes and and he like you look at the final results and you're like, whoa, where did Ashburn come from? How did he finish third? Yeah, third, second. Yeah. So, um, so man. Are you ready to make picks? We've make not made picks. picks in a long know, time. Man. man, last time I made picks, someone, someone, someone won. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so, uh, you want to do that for the uh, seat cover picks? Yeah, we can do that. Okay, so what do you want to do? You want to do winners of ATV and bike? Uh, yeah, we can do or that. Or should we do something crazy like, like third place for mm. for bikes and ATVs? Third place. Yeah, something to mix it up a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, we could do uh, because last time we did this, uh, the winners, <laughs> the winners was Walker and, and Stu. Stu. Yeah, let's do uh, or second. Should we do that wild card like ten? <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Nobody uh, might let's, win. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's see. Um, you pick third or second. Let's go third. Third place? Okay. So this week we're going to give away a guts seat cover to the person that picks right the third place finisher in the ATV pro class mm-hmm. and the third place finisher in the bike pro class. Yes. Um, so we will be making a post on Instagram and you guys will need to um, to comment on that post. Your third place in both of those classes. Um and uh, yeah, whoever whoever gets it right wins. And if there's more than one right, we'll put it in a randomizer, and uh, we'll pick from there. Yep. On the live on the show yeah, next good. week. Sounds good. So uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make me an Instagram account and go under there and as I don't know Billy Jojo or something. Billy Jojo. Yeah, I'll look. I'll look for the most unoriginal. Watch, watch so, some Billy Jojo guy will freaking win it, and they'll be like, "What's ah, up?" <laughs> so okay. So I'll make my picks. Um, I think, I think, uh, I think you're gonna see Hunter Hart win this Ooh. week. Uh, yeah, Hunter Hart. Who's that's getting, gonna. Who's getting second? And, and that third. right there is why is why Walker Fowler will win. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. gonna hear me say that, <laughs> and he's gonna say, "I'm gonna show him." Uh, okay, so I'm gonna go Hunter Hart, Walker, and McGill Ooh. to round off the podium. Okay. Mixing it up a little Mixing bit. Mixing it up. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with Adam McGill first. Okay. Like I did last time, yep. last year. Can't mm-hmm. can't go wrong. Got to do it again. <laughs> um, followed by a uh, Walker Fowler and uh, Cole Richardson on the podium. Okay. All right. Two completely different podiums, pretty much. That's right. Yep. All right. Uh, over on the bike side, uh, man, we'll go Stu. I think Stu's going to come out and 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 uh, do 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 work. Uh, but I think Ben Kelly's going to be there in second place, and I'm going to say. I'm gonna say Thad in third. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go Ben Kelly first. Okay. And then I'm gonna go Jordan Ashburn second. 
with a Ricky Russell in third. I think Stu's going to have an off weekend. Oh, man. Yeah. Hope Stu doesn't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, I mean, I could be totally wrong. I just like throwing a different out there. Hey, absolutely. That's what we're here for. I mean, I got to mix it up. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody expects you to pick <laughs> Stu Baylor to win and Ben Kelly second, but, you know, so. You just get those feelings once in a while. I right? guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. So, uh, I guess that's about it. We've covered it pretty much, haven't we? I think so, man. Like I said, it feels so good to be back Yeah, uh, talking to you guys. Felt, we felt oh, really bad gosh. for being off. Yeah, we felt – but don't worry. We're back every week, every week uh, then, yep. from now on, and um, there will be big things to come. We're going to be talking – uh, about all the GNCC racing. We're going to be talking about uh, uh, a little bit of mountain bike racing yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, hey, did, real quick before we leave, did you see uh, how wet and wild that uh, that Mount State hair scramble was oh, at, yeah. uh, yesterday? Yeah, yeah, that that's uh, – uh, yeah, I saw a couple posts about that. Um, it got pretty uh, pretty wet. Yeah, for sure. for sure, for sure. Let me re- look real quick and see who the winners was were. I was standing on a football field getting drenched. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Randall Irvin won the overall bikes. Congratulations, Randall! And Brent Sturdivant won the overall quads. And in his picture, he's looking at the camera with a thumbs down. <laughs> look at that. Neither one of them had goggles on. Oh, and, man. Uh, yeah, it looked like a muddy mess. I love that track. That's the one track I, I was sad to miss. Uh, that was my favorite were, track. They were starting to – I think they had to start doing double headers or something. So, the Mountain State Hair Scramble Series is going to a um, – after this race, they're going to a two-day format. They're going to be running their bikes on Saturdays and their quads on Sundays. Uh, they didn't put the times out yet or anything like that. Uh, but they're going to be going to that two-day format, and um, I think just because it was getting too many, they're getting so much. There's so many, so, so many, many riders and so many riders. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Richie was basically saying that that their last four venues don't have the room for that many people. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's it's, it's a know, good it's a problem, thing. but it's a good problem, right? Yes, yeah, it's a very good problem to have. Um, I know some people get upset about it because you know splitting the series up and they have plans on Saturday or they have plans on Sunday and. And all that good stuff, but um, you know, we'll, we're racers. We we work around it. Yeah, we'll complain about it, but we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Brandon, you got uh, real quick before we take off. You got um, our uh, fantasy scores. Yes, um, Pulp MX Fantasy. Uh, Kyle Murray with the win. MX Girl with the second. And Justin Groff finally woke up and he's back up to third uh, <laughs> for the weekend. Um, I had a really bad weekend because I forgot to make my picks. I forgot about a forgot to. You had an excuse. You were driving. I drove it eleven and a half hours straight. So um, that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. And uh, well, give me a second with the series overall. What switches? And our series overall leader right now is Kyle Murray. Two twelve. I yep. was overtaken. You were overtaken, dude. Shoot. Not by much. So you're at th- Kyle Murray's at three nine eleven. You're at three eight eight four, so about twenty thirty points oh, separating you guys. Oh, Kyle, I'm coming for you, buddy. And, I'm uh, coming for you this weekend. <laughs> so, um, and in third, <laughs> um, Hammer five twelve. Um, I think he just joined up or something. I'm not sure. I haven't seen. That's Hammer, awesome. So that's awesome. That's Thanks awesome. For Thanks for joining us, buddy. Yep. And uh, in fourth is Jay Bear oh six two, and rounding out to trot five is Justin Groff one five four. All so, right. Yeah. It's good. Keep playing with those guys, and uh, it's been fun. 
and uh, we got one more one more race one more race and then we'll be definitely doing it again next year in the supercross season for oh, sure for sure yeah and uh firing that back Hoping up to so get bigger maybe some some bigger better and maybe more better prizes yeah <laughs> <laughs> brandon any any uh parting words yeah man just have fun this weekend and uh be safe and have plenty of fun that's what it's all about and uh if you guys are racing down in Beckley, good luck, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, be safe. So, uh, hey, thanks for joining us on the podcast. As always, make sure you check us out on Instagram and Facebook, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess split line out. Split line out. Peace. I wish I had a little